Welcome to Sports with the Babies. Season 1, Episode 2. And we will be recapping the Bucks versus Chiefs game and seeing the preview of the Atlanta Falcons versus the Buccaneers on Sunday afternoon. At 1 o'clock. Alright, first we want to recap the putrid effort, effort against the Chiefs. Uh, Pierce and I were at the ball game and... Uh, the first half was a complete disaster for the Buccaneers. It was the first game that I have ever seen that a team got the ball first in the first half and in the second half as the Buccaneers fumbled away the opening kickoff to the Chiefs. And they were down, what was the score, Pierce, in the first half? The first half, 14-3. to Okay, that was the first quarter. Oh, yeah, my bad. And then... Uh, the entire game was 41 to 31. Okay, and the first half, I believe, was yes, 28 to 17 in the first half. Uh, the Bucks scored late in the second quarter to get it a little bit closer, and then they actually defeated the Chiefs in the second half, 14 to 13. But overall, a 10-point loss. Uh, a few bright spots on the offense. Uh, Tom Brady had a tremendous game, completed 39 passes. Can you imagine that? 39 passes completed and still suffered a loss. 385 yards passing with three touchdown passes and no interceptions. Uh, On the, let's see, receiving, yes, Mike Evans caught eight balls for 103 yards, two touchdown passes. And that was a good comeback for game for him since his one one game suspension against Marshawn Lattimore and the Saints. Yes. Um, let's see. Well, that yeah, the the Chiefs. Pierce will talk about that a little more in a bit, but they they just absolutely ran over the Buccaneer defense. Um, Bucks have a lot to work on this week as they get ready for the Falcons, but. Uh, Total plays on offense, and it'll show you the time of possession error that the the Chiefs had. 77 total plays for the Chiefs, only 59 for the Buccaneers. Um, Let's see. Let me check the time of... Yeah, time of possession. The Bucs had it for... uh, What is that? Oh... The Bucks had the ball for a little bit over almost 13 minutes, and the Chiefs had it for over 23 minutes. So definitely got to push those third down conversions and get a stop. But yes. as you can see here, it does say that they did tie on first downs, 27. And yep. I mean, if you watch the game, the highlights, definitely Travis Kelsey was going off in that game. He... uh. He did very good uh, receiving-wise, and we did pressure Patrick Mahomes out of the pocket just like we did it in Super Bowl 55, am I correct? Yeah, they had a little pressure on him, but they had no answer for Kelsey, and they had no answer for running the ball. They yeah. had over, I think the Chiefs had over 200 yards rushing and uh, basically just marched down the field every possession in the first half nearly and scored some kind of points. Yep. <laughs> so... A lot to clean up there for the Bucks, and uh, hopefully that will be their worst effort 
on defense all year long. Uh, now, as we shift our way to the Falcons in the preview, uh, 1 o'clock in Tampa. Pierce is going to talk a little bit about some of the players. The Falcons are, let's see, they are 2-2 two and two like the Buccaneers, but they... You know, I would say the Buccaneers are favored by a number of points in this game. Um, As you can see, the average point amount points per game, uh, the Falcons do beat us 14 points a game, but Bucks have 10, 10.5 points a game. And, I mean, just if you look at their defense, it looks like they have a pretty good team. They got Deion, Deion, Deion Jones, uh, A.J. Terrell, a young cornerback, who's going to be definitely top in the league. Uh you know, it just seems like they have a pretty good team. Marcus Mariota had a pretty good game the other day. Seems like he's doing a pretty good job. Um, and Cordell Patterson, definitely a good, strong running back for the team, and I think that he's a very good asset for the running game. Okay, so we hope to – we came away unscathed, hopefully in the injuries um, from the previous game. We, we did notice one thing while sitting there in the stands that the uh, Chief fans are just about as bad as the Packer fans. Very obnoxious, uh, very uh, arrogant. And very, it's really a shame, you know. You, you go there as a season ticket holder and you have these just completely obnoxious fans there. Yeah, they're definitely influenced by uh, Jackson Mahomes and Patrick Mahomes' wife. <laughs> yeah, must be. Let's see. We're trying to look on the Buccaneer app here. We're looking for an injury report of some kind. Let's see. Buccaneer app. It's got all kinds of things. You can shop on there. You can look on there as season ticket holders. Um, so I definitely suggest that you guys get the app, and maybe we'll see you at a Bucks game. It's got... Uh, Highlights, interviews from one of uh, Tom Brady's lengthy press conferences of a minute and a half or so. <laughs> Wallpapers you can put on your on your phone. Let's see. Oh, here we go. Injury report under the team tab, and they've had tom brady listed as an injury right right shoulder must have been when he took that sack um but he will he will most definitely play cameron Brait, that's right he suffered from a concussion so he will probably not play so our rookie tight end that we drafted this year draft will be the starter for the game yeah i would say i i would doubt he would clear the concussion protocol our, if, if he played for miami he might but not not tampa <laughs> one of our best corners carlton davis he has come down with a shoulder injury and we do not know we don't know if he'll play or not if he'll play well no it said he, he uh yesterday participated in full practice so he probably will play Let's see russell if, gage yeah. chris godwin limited practice on wednesday um akeem hicks has a foot problem did not practice julio jones knee Continues to suffer with that. He had limited practice. Brashard, Brashad, 
Perriman, knee and hamstring problem, limited practice. Logan Ryan, foot problem, did not practice. And the big man, Donovan Smith, that used to be good for a holding call every game. Uh, elbow problem, uh, limited practice on Wednesday. So not too bad there. A lot of folks listed, but basically Brady will play unless his right arm has been removed. Yeah. Otherwise, he will be out there. Um, and we don't have the Falcons injury report at this time. But uh, Mariota is similar to a pretzel. He does tend to snap in half like a pretzel. So he, we'll see. He'll probably be out there, though. But I do believe that people underestimate uh, Marcus Mariota. You know, former, oh yeah, former, uh, I think Heisman candidate or Heisman winner. Uh, Played for the Oregon Ducks. Oregon Ducks, yeah. Drafted the same year as Jameis Winston and Uncle Brian Beatty uh, put in many, many calls to General Manager uh, Jason Light of the Buccaneers, trying to get him to be drafted over Winston. Uh, that did not work out too well. And as you can. If you go back and look at his old highlights with the Tennessee Titans, he did seem to have a pretty good, I mean, he had a pretty good career. I think MVP, MVP candidate kind of a career, you know. I think he ran the ball quite a lot, and it seemed like he influenced a lot of younger quarterbacks now who are dual threats and, you know, people like that. You know, his main thing was he was very injury prone, you know, because he was a college tremendous college player because of the the ability to run and throw the ball but in the nfl you're going to get crunched yeah and he did that sometimes so we look at the standings now the nfc south tampa bay is tied with the falcons two and two the panthers are one and three and the saints are one and three and very lucky to have won the game that they won so you know, the Bucks have had the hardest schedule probably of any team to start the season. Uh, so being 2-2 two and two is not terrible. They certainly need to improve. But over the next uh, several games, they do not play. Let's see. Right now, they do not play a team with a winning record at this point in time uh, the rest of the season. Everyone that they have to play is either 500 or below 500. So hopefully the next several games they can get healthy and get to playing like they're capable of. Yeah, so after the Falcons game, they do play the Steelers, who do have Kenny Pickett on their team, which he does seem like he's going to be a breakout wide receiver for the Steelers. They do, We're going to play against the Panthers. Baker Mayfield did not look good the last couple games. A lot of deflected passes, a lot of, you know, he didn't look very talented whenever he was out there with the team. <laughs> no, he's a little bit overrated, I think, Pierce. Yeah. We do play the Ravens. Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson are going to be, you know, struggle for the defense, but we really hope that everyone's going to be healthy and out there to play, out there to play against them. The only thing I am worried about that you didn't mention about the lo- everyone that we're playing has a losing record so far. Uh, or or 500. Or, yeah. Um, we are going to play the Super Bowl winners – the Los Angeles Rams. Right. And they did have some uh, additions to their defense, like Bobby Wagner, a uh, Pro Bowl, you know, athlete. And we are going to be playing eventually in Week 15 the Bengals. And they're run. They were the runner-up for the Super Bowl, and I do think that they're going to be a threat for the team too. Yeah, the Bengals have had a bit of a struggle so far this year, so we'll see. 
if they uh, if uh, Mr. Burroughs has a sophomore slump in his uh, time in the NFL. He has not looked as good, and the the Bengals' offensive line has looked very poor. Yeah. And the, remember, Mr. Kappa, is it Kappa, went from the Buccaneers last season and signed a big contract with the Bengals this year. So what do you look for out of the game with the Falcons, Pierce, as far as the Bucks? Special teams, do you think they'll play a lot better than they did this last game? Yeah, I do believe that. I don't think they'll have as much pressure as the Saints did in that last uh, game. But like you said about the the Cincinnati Bengals O-line, they just look like Obama's immigration policy. Just <laughs> let everyone through. <laughs> just waving them in. Oh, we're not supposed to talk politics on this podcast, but oops, we slipped that in. Um so what about their defense? Do you think they can clean up their defense? Uh, I do believe that uh, our head coach will definitely try to straighten them out. They did not seem good so far on the on the thing. So, like, secondary didn't look very good. I mean, they let Travis Kelsey. I know he's a, you know, top three uh, tight end in the league. And I they just got to help contain people like that better. They're going to have a tough, tough time going against um, – you know, Kyle Pitts, and he's a tight end on the Atlanta Falcons, and I think it's going to have to be pretty tough for them to ch- try to contain two great tight ends in the league. All right, so we look forward to the game Sunday. And uh, in other news, uh, we are sitting currently waiting on Pierce's younger brother to be out of school, Finn, and we are across from the Warner University a football field that they're constructing here on, on the campus and they, they're building this beautiful football field uh, right on 27 here or right beside highway 27 and I was just looking up that the I, I don't know how long they've had a football team here but anyway they've played four games so far um, the last two games have been canceled, probably due to the Hurricane Ian. But anyway, the team drove, uh, I believe it was 19 hours, out to Texas to play Stephen F. Austin, which I believe is a Division One school. Uh, and they made history on September 24th. Uh, they were defeated. Warner College or Warner University was defeated 98-0. to zero. Setting an all-time record in Division One football. Yep, they definitely got their keisters handed to on that game. Yeah, I mean, they the first game they lost 44 to seven to Lakeland Christian, uh, and then then they went to Pensacola and played the University of West Florida, lost 52 to three, and then they played at Florida Memorial University and lost, made a very good game of it, lost 49 to 22, and then. 98 to zero. Yeah, I definitely like to see them go against the Lake Wells High School team. Uh, as you can see, they're not a very good team. <laughs> 98 to zero. So I'd like to see them go against uh, the Lake Wells High School team. They had over there in Texas. They had 12,500 people witness history. And uh, let's see. I'm just looking at some of the box scores here. 
the game was 35 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. At halftime, it was 59 to zero, and then the Stephen F. Austin took it easy on them, only beating them 39 to nothing in the second half. So yeah, so as you can see, tough. they definitely did not have a lot of sportsmanship for that game. We just kept beating the crap out of the other team, <laughs> like I don't know, they violently attacking them. They 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 took it easy on them. It was 39 to nothing. In the second half. Well, anyway, that's it. That was in other news. So we look forward to the Bucks game on Sunday. Uh, certainly hope that Todd Bowles can get his defense back in shape. And uh, coming up soon on one of the next broadcasts will be sports collecting and autograph seeking. Uh, some give you some information on that and uh, maybe some things to look for if you are interested in starting that kind of collection. Um, It's a pretty neat hobby that I have been involved in for some time now. I think my first autograph was Nolan Ryan, famous Hall of Fame pitcher with uh, the Mets and the Astros and the Texas Rangers and uh, has the most strikeouts in history and seven no-hitters thrown. But I believe he was the first autograph I ever got, so it was kind of a a cool thing for me. But uh, we'll see what happens with NFL football. We won't recap every game or preview every game this week, but uh, certainly hope the Buccaneers do well, and it'll be very interesting to see if the quarterback from Miami comes back. Yeah, we definitely hope that he gets better. Um, I think he still is in concussion protocol until week five, which is yeah. this week, I think. And um, they did fire the doctor that approved him to play. He yeah. was he was let go because he missed several th- uh, several things that he should have caught apparently. Yeah. So. But definitely, I think Tua. He definitely should have said something. I think last game, or he did, and they might have approved him. But he should have just like said coach i really don't feel well i don't think i can do this and they should have listened to him because if you see his first concussion that he had he couldn't he could barely stand like he was fall he was falling over trying to like get to the get to the huddle and he was obviously not well so this next game they said that this is a concussion that i don't think they've ever seen before is it well it was pretty severe pretty severe especially how he reacted to it so But we'll see how it goes. Um, So I guess we're all set for this this week. Go Buccaneers, and we'll see you next time on on Sports Sports with with the the Babies.